0: James O'Brien. Three minutes after 12 is the time. You are listening to Mystery Out with James O'Brien, which is a weekly opportunity to achieve the sort of satisfaction and enlightenment not ordinarily available from a radio. Um, But we make an exception today. The way it works is simple. You give me a call, 0345 6060973. You ask a question uh, to which you are unable currently to provide an answer. It could be a question born of the sublime, or, or indeed the ridiculous. It could be very, very serious and scientific, or it could be something that's popped into your brain as a result of washing the dishes or, or watching telly last night. The point is that you know there must be an answer, and while you could perhaps use a, a, a search engine to find it, it's very hard to remember now, because it is, of course, lodged in the mists of time. But Mystery Hour was born as a, as a sort of temporary antidote, a bit of light relief, from the world of Google. What do you mean by that? Well, I mean it's nice to know stuff. Actually, I'm raising children who don't really need to know stuff. My entire career is built on on having quite a good memory. You know, how do you know all this stuff? Well, like, just I just I have a good memory. That's all. I, I'm my 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 biggest um, attribute is going to be utterly redundant within. It probably is already actually because if you had a silent keyboard. And, uh, and a quick enough computer, you, you could, I could conduct these calls and be checking all the time. you know. I'm, I'm often double-checking and referencing things, but the stuff that comes off the top of my head, that's just memory. It's not intelligence, it's just memory. And I love that. I appreciate it. it could be a dying art. This is my last gasp, my last blast of a trumpet against the monstrous tyranny of Google, because this is a celebration of people knowing stuff. And, of course, you don't need to be a university professor to know stuff. You might be a carpet fitter, but the question about carpet fitting is right up your strasser, or you might be a scuba diver in your spare time. If you're still not clear exactly how this unfolds and you're relatively new to the party, then I think you'll allow me to say it will probably put a smile on your face. It used to come with a guaranteed laugh-out-loud moment, Um, and I never broke that guarantee. I just forgot to keep making it every Thursday, so I'll make it again now. They will probably be. No, that's not a guarantee there will be at least one laugh out loud moment between now and one o'clock or you get your money back. 973 So give me a ring and I'll get you an answer. If you hear somebody else ask a question to which you know the answer, the number remains the same. Dan's in Golders Green. Dan, question or answer? Question. Carry on.
1: How comes by the fish course is the cutlery smaller, like the fork, the knife, the spoon, the plate, everything smaller compared to the meat course?
0: The fish is more fiddly than meat.
1: Yeah, but why would it have to be smaller? There's still still food, you still have the same... Your mouth didn't change sizes.
0: No, your mouth didn't, but in order to get the food into your mouth, you you need to have slightly different implements. And your
1: fingers didn't get any smaller or bigger in the situation?
0: No, but you don't eat with your fingers. You're eating with the cutlery, presumably. Yeah, eat with the cutlery.
1: You have to hold on to the cutlery. Yes, and I, I think
0: I mean it's the. Why do we use different sized screwdrivers for different size screws? They work better. That's
1: different kind that, that fits, it fits the fits the amount.
0: Yeah, so fish if, because it's bony and fiddly, you need slightly smaller implements to um, separate the fish from the skin and the bones and and, and pop it in your gob. I, I'm just thinking out loud. I'm not going to give myself a round of applause.
1: No, but, yeah, because I'm saying because we have like. Uh, so there's just a question because you always have the fish course and it's like that. No I, I, I understand
0: see. the question and, and I understand the the, the, the cutlery and, and it is generally smaller than, than the big cutlery that follows for the for the meat course or what have you but I, I mean in terms of theorising I can't think of any other reason other than the fact that fish is fiddlier to eat than, than meat but I shall put it on the board I mean you could ask why we have cutlery at all Separate cutlery, at all for fish. As a general rule, and I know you probably know this, Dan, but again, given that we seem to be living in a world that's in thrall to fraudulent patricians, um, best way to deal with a cutlery if you're confused is just to start on the outside and work your way in. Or just sit there and look at what everybody else is doing. Mrs O'Brien, very early in our courtship, um, was having dinner with a fella who, actually it was before our courtship, who, who managed to launch a snail across the restaurant. While trying to implement, trying to use the snail grabbing implement in a French restaurant, and he didn't acknowledge it at all. I would advise in those circumstances that you acknowledge it and make a joke out of it, because you can't launch a snail across a restaurant when you're on a date and pretend it never happened. You have to acknowledge it. I don't know quite why I've shared that with you, but someone will be grateful one day. Dan, thank you. Deborah Swanscombe, question or answer?
2: It's a question.
0: Carry on, Deborah.
2: How was it first decided what colour football teams would take on as their team colour?
0: Oh, I like that. I, 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 mm. I, I imagine it's chronological. So the, the first couple of clubs chose their colours because they liked them. Uh, the Arsenal, very early club. The red probably has... Uh, no, because a lot of them changed colours over the years anyway, didn't they? The yeah, military. But, but then like, if, you if you wanted you got... to join a football league, you'd have to pick a colour that wasn't already picked, but that doesn't work either, because Nottingham no, Forest... No, it doesn't. Know.
2: No, because no, you've got, obviously, my team that are in red, but they're not Arsenal, and they're not Man United.
0: Kidderminster Harriers.
2: Um, sorry?
0: Kidderminster Harriers.
2: Of course, you yeah. guessed
0: it. Yeah, well done.
2: Sounds like Liverpool, but we'll <laughs> go with that. Um, so how did they decide which team would have red? No, but, 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 uh, no we've, un-
0: we've unpicked the question ourselves. They just picked the colours that they liked, because there's no rules about duplication.
2: But do you know that for a fact? Well, it must. For what else the,
0: reason would they use for picking a colour? They're not going to pick the colour that I they don't like. You. All right. How that's did football why I'm clubs? You might
3: know. Well, I don't out there that Well, that's what, what we're know. going to
0: find out for you. Football clubs. How do football clubs Good. choose their colours? Lovely. You're on. 0345 See, I'm very blessed in this field because I support from childhood Nottingham Forest and um, latterly Kidderminster Harriers, my hometown club. But in London, where I live now, I'm quite close to Brentford. In fact, I was, I was there a couple of weeks ago for a very dull game, a 1-0 defeat against West Brom. So Nottingham Forest, Kidderminster Harriers and Brentford all play in the same colours. So I bought a cashmere scarf. I went, I went all in on my football scarf given that I'll be able to wear it to three different teams. Happy days. Sharing a lot of extraneous information with you today. I hope you're grateful for it. Steve's in Oxford. Steve, question or answer?
4: Oh, hello, James. Hello, Um, Steve. This this question popped up for me over the weekend. Um, At what point does a plate become a bowl?
0: I like that a lot.
4: Well, I was having sausage and mash with my wife and my 10-year-old daughter. Mm. And um, I think it was my daughter that uh, brought it up. Yeah. And I, I said it was a, I said it was a plate, and she said it was a bowl, oh, and then fascinating. this debate went on over sausage and mash
0: for about ten minutes. How did you resolve it? Uh, we didn't. Were you in a restaurant? <laughs> Were you in a pub? No, this was at home. Well, no, I mean, surely you could, you know, you bought it, man. You could have known. What did it say on the box? Bowl or plate? I didn't buy it. Well, My wife go, did. Well, so we, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I, I don't, I don't do crockery shopping. <laughs> I don't do crockery shopping. <laughs> Hair splitting. But, what, it, it's the angle. Nice is it the angle plate. of the lip? Do you think? Is it the angle of the it's, lip? Is it the shape? It's gotta up? be, hasn't it? I we've don't got know. Some,
4: we got some nice plates with a little lip on there. But if you like a lot of gravy on your mash, then they're not I, quite I wonder whether they're
0: a plate has a flat bottom regardless of how high the sides go. No. Uh-huh. Or no. Yeah. I uh, yeah. I like this one. Uh, a bowl has a curved well, but bo- A bowl is a bowl. It's bold. Yeah, it's a verb, a isn't minute, it? Though, bowl
4: because you can get a bowl with a flat bottom.
0: That's not a bowl. That's a plate.
4: No, it's not. have it got a bowl. That's not. And, yeah, but a, a plate hasn't got a three-inch deep side. Yeah, but no, it sure. can
0: have. That's a plate with a three-inch deep side. If it had a, a bowly bottom, it would maybe be a bowl. it goes. Maybe it goes on uh, width to depth ratio. Yeah, or, or angle of lip, or simple bottom. Is it? Is it got? Has it got a bowly bottom, or has it got a flat bottom? If it's got a flat bottom, it I'm doesn't not, matter how high the sides go. It, it... I'm not sure we should bring bring bottoms into it, but well, we are bringing bottoms into it.
2: Yeah. But, oh no! Um, you know what else
0: we have to bring into it now? What? Vases. Because <laughs> if it's got a flat bottom and really long sides, at what point does it become a vase? Mm, That is. Well, that's for next week, surely. I
4: don't know. But um. Yeah. It's a tricky one, isn't uh, yeah, it? Yeah, is. uh, it
0: is. a conundrum. It is a conundrum. And, of course, relevant to the bangers and mash um, example, because gravy is such a key constituent of that delicious dish. Exactly, yeah. You can't, you can't have it without gravy. One without it the other. It should actually
4: be against the law.
0: I sometimes make a bowl out of Yorkshire pudding.
4: Uh, yeah, oh, well, yeah. And that's serve a my one, sausage and mash the
0: in the giant Yorkshire pudding, and then the gravy is, is is is... You could have it on a plate. You wouldn't need a bowl.
4: And if you go for cocktail sausages, you won't need a giant Yorkshire pudding. You just go through your regular size, dunk dunk it in
0: there. Practically a canopy. Yeah. The the possibilities are endless. (laughs) Plate bowl vase. At what point does one become the other? But we'll confine the conversation, or at least the question, to uh, when does a plate become a bowl? Or what's the difference between a plate and a bowl? I love that question. It might not have an answer, but that doesn't matter. Mystery is not about the answers. It's about the questions. Or the journey, rather than the destination, if you prefer. Tim's in Gravesend. Tim, question or answer? It's a question, James. Carry on, Tim. Uh, I, I'm actually currently in my tractor, and I've
4: often thought about why are <laughs> tractor wheels on the back bigger than the front?
0: Isn't it? Because it's, of, is it, it's for grip, isn't it? Mm,
4: no, because all four wheels are four-wheel drive and there's traction. I have Well, there's a
5: certain brand of tractor that has four even tyres, which yes. is, uh, I, I won't say the name. You can but, if you want. Uh, it's Massey
0: Ferguson, is it?
5: No, it's JCB Fast tractor.
0: Oh, no, you're not allowed to say that.
4: Uh-oh. Carry on. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, just interested to sort of think uh, or to know why are the backs bigger than the front? Oh, I think it's to do with the amount of bulk on the back of
5: the tractor.
0: It must be, mustn't uh, it? But you then again, uh, yeah, you're right. I like it. I like uh, it. Excellent. Yeah, yeah, you're on. Why do why do the tractors have massive back wheels? Oh three four five. It'd probably be quite a straightforward answer, but given that Tim's in a tractor, it's not that obvious. Oh three four five six oh six oh nine seven three. Thank you to everybody. Well, not thank don't thank me. Thank the last lad with his crockery shopping. Um, Observations. Apparently, many of you feel you've already had your laugh out loud moment, and there's still 47 minutes to go. Ed's in Watford. Question or answer, Ed? Hi, James. Just a question. Hello. Uh, The inside of my microwave is made of
1: metal, but we're told we're not allowed to put metal objects in a microwave. I I wondered why that is.
0: You're a nice lad, actually, because I can tell that from your voice. Otherwise, I was going to get really cross about this question. I think we've done it about a million times on the program. No, that's all right. But is it. No, no, it's gone. I haven't got it. Which means, you know, it's, it, 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 it stands. it go up there, isn't it? It's made out of metal.
4: The inside is, yeah.
0: But you can't put metal in it.
4: Well, you're not supposed to, but I don't know what the consequences are. Oh, it sparks, that's all.
0: I th- it, it, it sparks a lot. It doesn't mean... It, it, some microwaves, that doesn't even apply anymore, I don't think. Well, I don't know. What, what do I know about microwaves? Why am I trying to sound like an expert on microwaves? don't sound like it. Well, I'm not sounding like an expert on microwaves. That's the point, of course. Ed, I shall find out for you. Thank you very much. You're very welcome. It's 12.15. This is LBC. Buying workshop Delight Brian. Oh, I never. A few of you have been in touch to tell me that Arsenal wear red because they got their shirts from Nottingham Forest at the beginning. I think a player called Fred Beardsley, or, or, or somebody called Fred Beardsley, um, brought them with him. I, I, I don't know, it's coming from a few people, so it's, that doesn't mean it must be true, but it's, it's certainly not one person... Having a flyer—that's one of the questions on the board today. Why? How do football clubs choose their colours? Why do we have smaller cutlery for the fish? Um, what's the difference in a plate and a bowl? That—that that one's going to run and run, isn't it? I've just got a feeling. Uh, why do tractors have such big back wheels? And why aren't you allowed to put? Why shouldn't you put metal in a microwave, given that microwaves are made of metal? It's quite a lot there. I like it. Martin's in Newham. Martin, question or answer? It's an answer. Carry on.
3: It's about the microwave ovens. Carry on. Uh, microwave arms are powered by thing devices called magnetrons and they're very sensitive to a thing called voltage standing wave ratio yes. and what that means is if they transmit power and some of that power gets reflected they're very sensitive to the voltage that is created if the power is sent back up them and they can be destroyed so um, if the energy is reflected comes off a metal object but is reflected at the wrong angle and back up the microwave then the up up into the uh, magnetron um, then it'll be destroyed
0: i think i understand
3: so, so if it's transmitting 600 watts and you're reflecting 600 watts back up it
0: back up the microwave so if i took if i if i, I mean to theorize slightly if i Oh, no, here we go. If I had two microwaves and I smashed one of them up and took the metal out of the smashed-up one and put it on the plate in the non-smashed-up one, it would actually react very badly. It's just the fact that the metal in the microwave doesn't reflect back up into the magnetron because of...
3: Because of the angle... The, the design and the angle. ...that the angles of the metal are such that uh, energy doesn't get reflected back up into the magnetron. Fantastic.
0: Qualifications?
3: Uh, I used to design uh, microwave transmitters. Seriously? Yeah.
0: Crikey. For for ovens or for other purposes.
3: Uh, Well, actually, it was uh, for intruder alarms for a well-known uh, high-level uh, microwave intruder alarm company.
0: Well, you live and learn. How many people, roughly, at any one time, do you think, design microwave devices?
3: Well, I was the only one in the UK. I don't know about abroad.
0: The only one in the UK working in the alarm field?
3: Yes. Oh, designing uh, very high-end, very expensive... Uh, very special microwave intruder arms.
0: So if I was a massive international criminal and uh, planning one last job, but the first person I'd have to kidnap would be you.
3: That might be a good idea, yeah. I'm afraid to have to admit. Cool. Excellent.
0: Right, I'm going to give you a false name now, John. But I'm, I'm going to give you a Ray Liotta. I think you deserve it. I don't know if you know what that means, but this is a... I do very well, yes. <laughs> Fantastic.
6: I'm Ray Liotta and you're listening to James O'Brien on LBC. You've made my year, James. <laughs> they
0: will it's made ours as well. Martin, do take care. Thank you so much. And don't anyone kidnap him, all right? You nasty criminals. Tom's in Battersea. Tom, question or answer?
3: and in James. It's a question. Hello, Tom. So, right. Why do trains blow their horn? That's oh, well, like
0: that. That, yeah, I mean, it's a good question, but it's far too general, isn't it? I mean, they're, because they're, one can think of perfectly good reasons why trains blow their horns.
3: Well, okay, not at a crossing, but just during the night, you hear freight trains
6: blow their horn.
0: Um, I think they do it for fun. I mean, they have a horn in case there's cattle on the track or something like that, or, or, or presumably to alert. If I live in
3: Battersea, there's no cattle on the track, yeah. No, I
0: know, but that, that question then is, why do they have a horn then we know why, because they could use it in the same way that we use the horn in our car, although we don't use it as frequently. I think, I mean, there's a bridge near us where. Kids... No,
3: no, but we can stop a car, or change the direction of a car, but a train can't just stop. No, all, all the more, more reason to have a horn, anyway.
0: all the more reason to have a horn, then, Tom.
3: Mm-hmm. I don't know. there's freight a... train's at night, why are they blowing their horn? There's a bridge it?
0: near us, get quite a lot of freight trains through. And, God, oh, my girls are growing up. We're just thinking we haven't done this for ages. And we used to love standing on the bridge, seeing if the drivers going under the bridge would not only give us a thumbs up, but um, but blow their horns as well, which means that they can do so at their own discretion. So we need a train driver to tell us, why do you blow your horns at night? Yeah,
4: because yeah. it's very loud. No, I uh, know, I know. It's, I know. it's, it's obviously bothering
0: you. you. Are you near, you're near Clapham Junction, are you? You're on that bit. I am of... pretty near Clapham yeah. Junction.
4: I'm about sort of two roads away from... From the track. There it you It does go. wake me up sometimes. Yeah. And I think, why are you doing
0: that? I oh, know, I'm with you. I'll, I'll try and find out. And, and, and you know, tra- you train drivers of, of, of the UK, you know, they, 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 they keep a lid on it, will you, please? People like Tom and I need to sleep. 12.24 is the time. Phil's in Doncaster. Phil, question or answer?
6: Hi. Answer. Uh,
0: hello, Phil. What have you got?
6: Trapped wheels. Yes. Okay. They are small on the front for the turning lock. If they had big ones on the front, you wouldn't have a half the turning lock.
0: And then why are the back ones so big?
6: Because it helps with the attaching and radius and imprint of the tread on the floor and everything like that. Perfect.
0: Perfect answer. Qualifications?
6: Yeah. Working, fixing and servicing fix and, and driving. Really? On a farm.
0: You're, you're, you're a tractor yeah. man, working on a farm. Yeah. Where, whereabouts is the farm?
6: It's just north of Doncaster to so sunny Yorkshire today.
0: No, I know, I know, I know, I know, I know. I, I, I just thinking of farmland because I grew. But my first home was in Oh, i Oh, not far from where I live
6: now. That, that, that's
0: what I was thinking because it's about six miles north of Doncaster, and there was a lot of farmland around there. We used to, so, it's possible you have driven your tractor down the lanes of my youth, Phil.
6: Yeah, I, uh, <laughs> I worked on a farm near Burgwallis at Campsall when I was younger. That's it, Campsall. Uh,
0: there we go. That's yeah. a small world, and yeah, you've got yourself a round of applause. I can't give you a Rayleigh Otter because the last bloke. I don't was...
6: expect one. It's just common sense, isn't well, it, really? Well, it's
0: not common sense. <laughs> you've got proper qualifications, i.e., your lived experience. But there are a lot of people who drive tractors. In fact, the bloke who asked no, the but... question was on a tractor at the time, so I can hardly give you a Rayleigh Otter for being a tractor expert. He was actually in one. But you get this.
6: I might not be right yet. Someone might way better,
0: <laughs> be a better look <laughs> at that. If only we'd had that attitude to Brexit, Phil. People admitting that they could be wrong. I have a still you've got your applause now, and i'm very grateful to you of course you need the massive back wheels for traction so that you know it, it can go through muddy fields in a way that smaller wheels couldn't providing weight and and grip but if you had massive wheels at the front as well, you wouldn't be able to steer and of course you know the country fairs tractor driving skill you can hear this on on the archers as well it's it's a it's a skill it's a measured skill the ability to use your tractor to lay crops or or I'll move on now. Thank you, Phil. Ben's in Milton Keynes. Ben, question or answer?
3: Hi, it's a question. Carry on. Um, I was just wondering why we say the word uh, "quid" instead of "pound."
0: It's a nice little question. There. I can't believe we've never had it before. Quid, will it not come from "quid pro quo"? I don't know. Which means something for something. But but I'll give you. So I'll give you a quid. Uh, potentially, I but don't know. We can't go definitive on that, can we? Uh, quid? No, I like it. Not. So we want we want the derivation of the word quid as a synonym for pound. You're on. I love it. I can't. I, I, someone's going to text me now and say, "God, oh, we've done that 17 times before." But my memory's not what it was. All right, I'm very old. Thank you, Ben. Nam is in Dartford. Nam, question or answer? Yeah, I have a question. Bring it on. So on a roundabout. Um, whoa, 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 side. whoa, whoa! Just pause right there. I'll be back in a moment. I'm just going to have a quick word with my colleagues. <clears throat> is this a motor in question? Well, it sounds like. Go on then.
6: Right. So, on a roundabout, the roundabout site. Why is no the roundabout not complete? Why is there a gap? in the sign
0: what do you mean so, i don't
6: even know so what for example mean. let's say you entered you're about to approach a roundabout yeah. um you see your first exit your second exit your third exit just before you come back well you follow the sign round right, and you come so back At about five see...
0: o'clock there's a gap isn't there if, we, if it was that's a correct face. yeah
6: yeah
0: and you want why, to know why is the gap
6: there yes
0: <laughs> oh that is a motoring question
6: it is, but I... I, I
0: that's the only I, rule I, of Mr. chair is you're not allowed motoring questions, because when I started Mr. Arrow, I found all motoring-related issues so dull, but I don't find them that dull anymore. It's one of the signs of getting very old. But that's...
6: I think, I think this, would, uh, this question would really solve a lot of issues for a lot of people, oh, including right. myself.
0: All right, then. Okay, why is there a little gap? on the depictions of roundabouts on road signs, usually at roughly where the five would be if it was a clock face, 03456060973. We're also looking for the derivation of the word quid as a synonym for pound. Done the microwaves, done the tractors. My favourite question today so far, although often my affection for a question disappears when we get the answer, my favourite question so far would be, what's the difference between a plate and a bowl? Uh, we also would like to know how football clubs choose their football colours. There may not be an answer to that question, other than just they choose the colours that they like, or or in the case of Arsenal, apparently, they inherited some shirts from Nottingham Forest. Uh, why do trains blow their horns? And that, I think, is all we've got in expectation of an answer. Squeezing Will in Bristol. Will, question or answer? Answer. Hello.
4: Hello. Um, trains and their horns. Yes. Uh, it's a way of communicating uh, between the train driver and workers on the tracks that they've seen each other. So if a train driver sees the workers on the tracks, he blows his horn. And if the workers on the tracks see a train coming, they raise their hands towards the train, and the train driver honks that he's seen them in response.
0: So, And, and, and of course, the driver then can also, should he so wish, honk away at his own, to his heart's content, if, if, if he wants to delight children standing on a railway bridge in Chiswick. Presumably. Yes. Yes. Um, qualifications?
6: You used to work on the railways right
0: oh, That'll do. Round of applause Thanks. for Will <clears throat> That kind of makes sense I, I probably shouldn't have gone for cattle I should, I should have gone for railway workers Lisa Aziz is here with the headlines
2: The Commons leader has told MPs the government do-
0: three. 12.35 is the time um, I don't know if we're going to get an answer to the football colours question but I'm getting some fascinating trivia Did you know that Notts County donated shirts to Juventus? That's why Juventus play in black and white. They're emulating Notts County. And I think Leeds United play in white, partly, as a, an emulation of Real Madrid. You live and learn. If some of this stuff is wrong, I'd rather not be told. Sometimes little nuggets of information that aren't true. are oh, sort of cherished and valuable. Jez is in Camberley. Jez, question or answer? Hello, James.
5: Hello, um, James. I've got an answer for you. Go on. Uh, so it's the roundabout road sign. I
0: think it's obvious so after the call finished. That it, that's why I don't like motoring questions, but go on.
5: Okay, well I'll try and make it interesting if I can. Good it, man. If, well, yeah. um, Good luck. So yeah. if you look at if you look at the road sign that has is a roundabout that has a descriptive route, you always your junction is always at the six o'clock. So you always enter the, at exactly. the bottom of the sign. Yes. And What that sign is telling you is the route to get to. So it's a routing sign. So they have the section missing at 5 o'clock to illustrate you can't turn right. Don't drive into the gap. Correct. You have to follow the route round to to your junction.
0: Lovely. It is quite obvious now that you've explained it. Yeah. Yeah, We kind of really shouldn't have been on the board at all. (laughs) But you've got a round of applause. Hang on, what are your qualifications?
5: Uh, my qualifications are, my, when I was uh, younger and less informed, My, I asked my dad the same question, because he worked for, he was the, the, the director of the traffic division of 3M, who make, who at the time oh, made the about 90% yeah, of the road signs in the UK. So we used to have signs in our garage and new products and stuff, and I oh, asked cool. him, I said, why is there a gap on the roundabout sign?
0: And that is it, and that must be the answer. I love it. And it's earned you a round of applause. Thank you very much. Oh, you're very welcome. If, if, if it had been your dad himself answering this question, he would have been a contender for a Ray Liotta, but we, we don't do family. Oh, ones. I know. We, we don't get, get <laughs> Raleotas through nepotism. Thank you, Jez. Luke is in Edinburgh. Luke, question or answer?
2: It's an answer. Carry on. And um, it's basically, it's to do with the cutlery. It was a visual aid for the surfing staff in the 15, 1600s. So when everything was being laid out, they couldn't get the cutlery mixed up. So if the fish knife being smaller than the main course knife, they knew that's where it would be placed. It's just basically a a visual aid and design reference to keep it as simple as possible for people not to mix things up that they shouldn't be.
0: Except it could have been even simpler. They could have just had four identical knives. So for for the bread, for the fish, for the meat.
2: It's it's also why you would also have sort of like the rounded edge for the uh, butter knife. It's why you've got the slightly pointed one for the fish knife. It just made everything easier so people knew what they were identifying, what they needed to eat with. Yes. And and that's the reason why.
0: Qualifications?
2: I used to work in the hospitality industry. Oh,
0: okay. I like that. The... um. The, the, you know, when you get on some fish knives, there's the, there's the weird shape on the blade. There's a little nick taken out of it and a curly bit on the yeah. end. Is that, that still fits in with your analysis? Yeah, it's
2: just, yeah because um, when one of the things that used to be with uh, a lot of um, educated people is that you had to be able to read, but you couldn't necessarily write. So if you were uh, very rich, mm. um, it was below you to actually be able to write a letter. That you would have somebody who would actually write the letter for you uh, because it was it was manual labour so to speak. So they needed to be able to tell out a reference which uh, which knife they would be using to actually cut which particular bit of fish uh, because oh. different fish cut in different ways.
0: I like it. That was a lovely answer. A round of applause for Luke. Thank you. Thank you. Um, Tony's in Sandhurst. Tony, question or answer? Uh, question. Carry on.
5: Um, yeah so when does a bridge turn into a tunnel it doesn't but, when, but what's what's the difference if you can have a use them a as long...
0: use them as verbs and you'll find your answer God, I sound like Yoda but verbs <laughs> verbs use them as your answer will appear will think about it because you tunnel so, so through it, it, something so it, doesn't,
1: it doesn't matter that no. you know you can go you can go through a bridge yeah but actually if that bridge becomes a certain length it turns into a tunnel
0: yeah tunnels are tunneled bridges bridge Makes sense when you think no. about it like that, doesn't it? Yeah, it does, when, yeah. I love it, I, I mean, because yeah. I'd never given it a moment's thought before in my life, but I, I just thought, oh, quite often with these questions, you think of the words, what do the words mean? You see, the bowl plate one is probably going to turn out to be something to do with bowl being a shape. As a, so, so, but that one, tunneling and bridging, are two very different verbs. A bridge is the result of bridging, and a tunnel is a result of tunneling. So if you had quite a thin sheet of rock on your route... And even if, yeah. after tunnelling through it, it's turned into a natural bridge that's only as wide as a footpath, it would still be a tunnel rather than a bridge.
3: Right.
0: Uh, oh well. Uh, don't that, say that oh well. It's a, I've, I've,
1: been, I've, I've been thinking about for years.
0: It's a cracking <laughs> question. It's a brilliant question, just because I provided the answer so perfectly it doesn't, doesn't, doesn't in any way detract from the quality of the question tone.
5: Well, I'll think of another question. I look forward to I'll it. Do you want to share time.
0: my round of applause? Because I've got loads. Uh,
5: yeah. Go on then. Then,
0: half and half, <laughs> Nice one. My pleasure. Alistair's in Bradford. Alistair, question or answer? Hi, Hello, mate. Um,
1: I'm just wondering why um, MPs get more time off than the rest of the um, normal working class <laughs> when they have more things to do than know.
0: Yes. Well, so, I, I mean, historically, they're supposed to do lots of work in their constituency when they're not in Westminster, so you wouldn't necessarily describe it as as time off, but how, how many... What are the recesses?
3: Pardon?
0: What are the recesses? How long do they get normally? They're just the same as the school Ooh, well,
1: holidays. I, I, I mean, they normally get summertime off and they get Easter off and they get more... So right, they're more Christmas like the stuff, school but...
0: holidays than a working man's holiday, aren't they? Well,
6: yeah, but... Then again, well, I think I mean, the answer rather... will
0: be they're supposed to do work in their constituency. They're not supposed to be at Westminster. But we want that's not good enough. You want a proper historical... Yeah. Um,
3: yeah, yeah, I do. Yeah, I
0: like <laughs> it. I like it. And then when we find out the reason why, we can abolish it, and they can put in a proper shift like the rest of us. <laughs> Am I right? You think
3: so. I think so. Yeah. <laughs>
0: I like it. Yeah. Why do MPs get such uh, apparently long holidays? Oh three four five six oh six oh nine seven three twelve forty two is the time. Um, Chris is in stains. Chris, question or answer? It's a question, please. Carry on.
2: Hi, I just wanted to know what the association with sticks of rock and the seaside is because
1: you only seem to find sticks of rock at the seaside.
0: I think it's because of the wording going through the middle of it. So it would only you'd only want to buy a stick of rock because it's not actually a very uh efficient way of Eating sweets, is it? If you really like sweets, no, no, it's not. so we need to think what's the difference between a stick of rock and all other sweets, and the answer will be the novelty value of having the words running right through it. Now, why would you want to have a word running right through your stick of rock? Answer it's a quasi souvenir, it's a quasi souvenir of a place that you are visiting, and then the fact that you can put the name of the place that you are visiting right through the stick of rock, and also as a youngster, marvel at the fact that however much rock you eat, the word is still there, it's going to be associated with destinations which are a treat to visit, i.e. places from which you would want to take a souvenir. Ergo, sticks of rock are routinely associated, although not exclusive to, seaside town destinations.
4: Okay, I'll give you that
0: one. I'm going to give myself that one as well. Yeah, seriously, knocking them out of the park. See, if Theresa May could do this at PMQs. We'd be in a much better place as a country. So or if Jeremy Corbyn could do it at PMQs. Come back to me on that if you want for a steward's inquiry. But um, I shall be surprised. See, Teddy Gray's in Budley. Actually, Chris, I can give you a better example. Teddy Gray's in Budleigh is is a famous rock maker, a confectioner in, in in the Worcestershire town of Budley, But Budley's nowhere near the seaside. So you might think that was a flaw in my theory, but Beudley was a tourist destination because it nestles upon the banks of the River Severn. So people would go to Beudley for a break, for a holiday. Ergo, they also sell Beudley rock. I think he's died of amazement at the acuity <laughs> of my <laughs> at the acuity of my answer. So that that would be it as well. Places that are souvenirs. Ergo, usually seaside towns, but not always. Twelve forty-four is the time. James is in Gunnersby. Where's that? Uh, near Ealing and Brentford. Oh, okay. Got a tube station. G- Gunners Bree? Yeah. No, it's my local station, Gunners Bree. They put Gunners B on the board. I didn't know what was going on. It's Gunners Bree, not Gunners B, next to the BSI building. <laughs> Question or answer, James? Answer. Carry on. So, it's regarding
1: the football kits one. Um, usually, it's because the kits that they had at the time was what they had lying around. They were associated with the industry, and that had the colour, so they used yeah. that. And then over... Like a very long period of time, several hundred years, people have just nicked colours off other teams. So yeah. A homage said, also a, a homage,
0: not just the Nick. So it is fairly random and arbitrary, but the, the I mean there's yeah. some someone suggested that the early Nottingham Forest wore red as a tribute to Giuseppe Garibaldi, the Italian freedom fighter. That kind of thing is possible when, when the trade union movement and the kind of industrial working class were a lot more internationalist yeah. than they are now. We we would have done yeah. things like that.
1: Yeah, exactly. And obviously, before you had a football league, teams used to just tour around the country and around Europe. So, Athletic Bilbao wear red and white stripes because that's what Sunderland wore when Sunderland went on tour to Bilbao. And Sunderland were excellent back in the day.
0: Is that right? Uh,
1: Yeah. Celtic, Nick their hoops off uh, Cobb called St. Anthony's in Glasgow that don't exist anymore. Um, And sometimes managers chose colours because they wanted to emulate a particular Team, or because they wanted to give the players a certain feeling of power. So I'm a Leeds fan. Don Revy changed our kit from being yellow and blue to all white because he wanted the players to feel like they were as good as Real Madrid. Yes, I didn't realise it white. was Revy
0: that had done that, but I, but I'd yeah. I heard it was a Real Madrid l- linked yeah. thing. Yeah, and a
1: cu- couple of years after we did that, Leeds won the league for the first time, so it clearly worked.
0: Love it. Round of applause for Joe. Oh, qualifications?
1: Uh, I'm just a football fan.
0: I love kits. No, yeah, that'll do. Round of oh. applause for James. Okay. Do you go to Brentford then, or, or, or do you travel further afield? Uh, I've been
1: to Brentford a couple of times. I'm going in a few weeks when Leeds play Brentford because I'm a Leeds fan. Fair so enough. Uh, I've been twice and i have lost
0: both times. I might see so. you there, although we'll be at the other end. Um, and of course, the new stadium. You can probably see it from where you're standing now. Uh,
1: yeah, I can.
0: This is live radio at its finest. Actually, picking the view of a caller just through my encyclopedic knowledge of West London. 12:46 is the time. Coming up at one
5: on LBC Sheila FoBC
0: it is 10 minutes to one questions that still need answers. Um, what's the difference between a plate and a bowl? Thats I love that question but it's looking a little bit forlorn now what's the origin of the word quid as a synonym for a pound? Why do MPs get such long holidays? and I think, but that that's all that remains. I could be wrong. 0345 6060973 is the number you need if you can answer any of those, or if you want to squeeze in a question of your own, or, of course, if you want to undertake a steward's inquiry, challenge one of the answers, or add to one of the answers that has already been given. Gordon's in Edinburgh. Gordon, question or answer?
6: Hi, uh, James. I'd like to add to a question that's already been answered. Good man. Um, the train horn, it's, um, depending on where you are, it's uh, something that I would do before I leave uh, as pre-cab checks to make sure you, you do have a horn when you're out and about, so it's a safety thing.
0: Oh, so of course you have to make sure it's working yeah. as well. There's another reason why.
6: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's no point in getting to the time where you need to use it and find out you don't have a horn, because by then it's too late. But the, <laughs> the first answer was... Technically correct as well. You do, you are allowed to use your horn at any time you feel it's necessary. There are restrictions, but um, if you test it before you leave for your journey, it's always a good thing so you know you've got that. It's like testing future. your
0: brakes after driving through a, through a Ford, isn't it, or a deep puddle yeah, yeah. or something like that. Uh,
6: well, you check them as well to make sure you've got brakes because they're handy too.
0: <laughs> so I'm told. I've never driven a train, but I, I'm, I'm fairly confident that's yeah. an accurate depiction so of I the thought... importance of brakes. Qualifications, Gordon? I think I know.
6: Uh, I think I am a train driver of 32 years, thank you.
0: Into Waverley today or?
6: Uh, all about um, weed spray season and freight passenger, I've done it all. So fantastic, it's, uh, fantastic. I'll be doing Can I ask you a silly question today. that
0: you've been asked 10 million times already in your life? Yes, of course. Thank you. Did you want to be a train driver when you were a little
6: boy? Uh, no, I wanted to be in the police but I failed the exams because I was too thick.
0: Well the, well, the police force's loss is the transport world's gain. Round of applause yeah. for Gordon. Thank you. Good man. Thank you very much. 52 is the time. Charlie is in God's own country, Kidderminster. Question Hi or answer, Charlie? Uh, James. Hello. If question I Can or call answer? you, James? Uh, of course you can. It's my name. Uh,
4: my question I'm going to ask you is about ducks. Right. The story behind this is this morning, the duck, um, the bus I was on stopped suddenly, and
0: yes.
4: it was because there was a duck trying to cross the road.
0: Whereabouts were you?
4: Uh, between Redditch and Kidderminster somewhere. Oh, okay. Uh, and I was wondering how far... That's quite a big
0: road. Whereabouts were you specifically?
3: Uh, I think Chattersley Corbett. Right. Around there. Yeah, okay.
0: Because there's there's quite a big pond in the grounds of Broken Coat Hall. Yeah. Just on the other side of the road from St Cassian's in Chattersley Corbett.
3: Quite a walk, though, for a duck. To
0: go might, out. I don't know. I'm thinking, if you were on that bit of, I'm thinking of that bit of road there, and I'm thinking of, I, I used to fish in a pond in Chattersley Court. Oh, well, but you
3: really are familiar with the area. I
0: know it inside out, mate. I? I went to Winterfold, which is the school you came past on your left as you were heading towards Kidderminster down the Redditch Road. Oh wow! And then you got that BMW BMW dealership on the roundabout at Musto Green.
4: Yeah, it's still
0: there. Yeah. <laughs> so th- I think the answer to your question is there is a pond quite near there, Charlie. Ah, but. But, but you weren't like expecting, expecting that when you rang a national radio station no. were you? <laughs> the the
4: question was how far on average would they stray?
0: Then you've got the moat at Harvington Hall mate. Yeah. Uh, that that'll be where the duck came from. The the oh, Harvington really? the, the moat at Harvington Hall duck, famous the famous wasn't for its priest hole. I'm glad the duck wasn't but, harmed. No. But how far do I I like the question. How yep. how far do they ordinarily stray? Are you not by yeah. accident or having been dropped by an eagle or something think, like that? Are
4: they mating at the moment is that
0: what it is? I don't know mate. I think they might just be friends. <laughs>
4: Uh, I think it might be that time of year, spring. I don't know.
0: So that will probably see them stretching their legs a little further than usual in pursuit of yeah. a little bit of sweet, sweet action. <laughs> I shall, I shall find so, out uh, for you. So, so do they have a home pond. Yeah. But how far from their home pond do they routinely stray? Yeah. Before returning to home pond, we're not interested in lost ducks.
4: Um, yeah. Once I've uh, yeah. gone lost. I like, I like yeah. I like so, it.
0: I like it. Oh yeah. Thank yeah. you. You should, if you get the chance, you should visit Harvington Hall.
4: All right, I will, because I've got a ticket for the whole network, so I might as well. Yeah, you must. Get, get off, it, get off near
0: there, pop into hall and Hall and have a look at the priest holes. So it's really magical and, and, and um, properly historical. Thank you, Charlie. Oh, I'm all homesick now. I must phone my mum after the show today. <sighs> Do you know, I haven't fished since then. I, I, I was quite fancied fishing, never get around to it. It's too boring. But now that I'm reaching an ancient age, I find that I like doing stuff that allows the mind to wander a little bit rather than getting all restless and fidgety. Oh, take up fishing again. Jason's in Peacehaven. Jason, question or answer? It is a question, please, James. We're cutting it fine, Jason, but we shall do our damnedest for you. Oh, thank you, kind sir. Oh, yeah. It is, um, why is a teddy bear
4: called a teddy bear and not something like a soft bear or play bear or toy bear? Where's the teddy bear come from?
0: Oh, I like, I, I like that. That's a good question. I, I thought I knew... They're called Edward but No. It's something to do with Teddy Roosevelt. Is it? Yeah.
5: What, the American president?
0: Well, do you know any others?
5: Uh,
0: <laughs> yes, I do, no, you should actually, say. I yes, I do, actually, Clever Clothes. I went to school with seven. Uh, yeah, they're all Wicomists. Typical Wicomists. Seven oh, Teddy Roosevelt. I'm 90. Well, I, I know I've heard. That it has something to do with Teddy Roosevelt. That's all I've got. Oh. But someone needs to go definitive to get the round of applause. But I've given them an almighty clue, so they could weigh in now quickly and get the get the get the deal, get it done. Thank you, Jason. I love that question. I still have my teddy bear. You know, here's something sad. Talking about um, actually oddly chatting on Twitter yesterday after Reese Mogg embarrassed himself so badly in the House of Commons by accusing um, Nick Bowles of being somehow intellectually inferior because he. Didn't go to Eton, uh, and, and someone pointed at, that. Someone told me that the the author A. N. Wilson has written in his autobiography about being dropped off at prep school by his mum at the age of six, and written down on the instructions was teddy bear first term only. You wonder why the ruling classes in this country are in some way so repressed. First term only, crikey! Uh, at least I still have my teddy bear in the sixth form. Paul is in or on Park Lane. Question or answer, Paul? It's an answer, James. Carry on, mate. OK, it's the one about, uh, why do they have such a long summer recess? Yes. The, uh, the uh, this summer is the long one, isn't it? Easter and Christmas are kind of not that abnormal, but, but summer, normal, summer seems yeah, like a kicker.
4: normal. Yes. But the, uh, the reason they have such a long uh, summer recess is because back in the day, um, uh, raw sewage used to be thrown in the Thames.
0: So it stank all um, summer.
4: Yeah, the stench was overwhelming, so the politicians refused to sit in Parliament.
0: How ironic. Yeah. Qualifications? Um, I'm a a London uh, cab driver. That'll do nicely. So, London cab driver stroke unofficial tour guide, like you all are. Yeah, absolutely. Round of applause for Paul. Round of applause, Paul. Well played. Dan's in Tunbridge Wells. Are you disgusted? (laughs)
2: Uh, I am with the state
0: of Brexit, obviously. (laughs) That was the first two hours. What have you got for me? Question or answer?
4: (laughs) Uh, It's an answer. Yes. To the teddy bear question, uh, you were right yes, um, yes. that it is to do with Teddy Roosevelt, Roosevelt um, and it was to do with when he was out hunting. I think um, there was a bear that he saved, and the press reported it as Teddy's bear, and I think that's how it's done. Oh, fantastic.
0: Qualifications? It's a good one, isn't it? It is a good uh, one. I saw it on TV once. That'll do nicely. See, uh, that's, that's probably the most commonplace qualification on Mystery Hour over the years. I saw it on the telly, James. Round of applause for Dan.
5: I've watched too much of it. You don't watch too, <laughs> too much, much
0: of it, clearly. Some people say that it's not educational. You're clearly proving them wrong. Just don't want my daughters to hear that. That's what they say now. So you're watching too much television. So it's educational, Dad. I said no, it isn't it's Brooklyn 911 or whatever it's called. Glenn's in Amersham. Glen, question or answer?
4: Got answer,
0: James. Bring it on, quick. Sheila's here. It's for the
4: or- origin of quid. It's short for quid pro quo.
0: That's what I thought.
4: That's exactly what it is.
0: You not nothing to do with tobacco. Like a quid, yeah, a measure, a, 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 a volume of measurement for tobacco. A quid of tobacco. No, no, it's, it's just
4: short for quid pro quo. Which means I'm something. Which means okay.
0: something for something. As in, you give me a quid, yeah. I'll give you a quo. That's it. Qualifications.
4: I've uh, got an interest in old English phrases like uh, raining cats and dogs, as hatters, things like that. And there was one of those that came across... It's so usually and Wayne in Basildon
0: that. that piles in on this after looking it up in Brewer's Dictionary of Phrase and Fable. But today, the round of applause goes to Glenn.
4: Thank you very much.
0: Thank you very much. And as I just gave away, what an awful spoiler that was. I'm done for another day. We'll do it again tomorrow from 10 Goodness knows what Jacob Rees-Mogg and Boris Johnson will be saying about Brexit tomorrow. Probably that they've been against it all along. We will find out. Here's Sheila Fogarty. Revoke,
2: revoke, revoke. revoke. Uh, Thanks, James. Uh, Theresa May will bring back some kind of wonderful to the House of Commons tomorrow for MPs to vote on. Exactly what that will be still isn't clear, possibly not even to the government itself. It looks like Theresa May, though, has decided to stop trying to please the DUP. Instead... And again, this all comes with a health warning because we're not very clear really on what what Andrea Ledson meant. Uh, But instead, she appears to be throwing down the gauntlet to Labour to prove once and for all that.